the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. This will be the, the, the last option here. We've been talking about how I can get more clout, how I can go viral, how I can make money, monetize myself on YouTube, Instagram. A little side money outside of this radio show that I do every day here at noon. And Joey T tweets, and we've been trying to find a crime, a crime I could commit where I'm not doing prison time, maybe probation, but a sick mugshot, and there's some mystery surrounding it. Ooh, you can, like a nice little ankle yeah, like an ankle bracelet. That would be nice. Right, an ankle monitor. We can jewel it. And, and and Jeanette's idea was I steal a laptop and then the officers also find an uh, unregistered firearm in my car. Yes. Like that. That's and that's fireworks working. too. Maybe maybe some fireworks. Ooh. I don't know. Why that's might legal well though. It. Well, fine, fine. Yeah, great. Um, but but uh, Joey T on Twitter, he says punch a manatee. First of all, no. Manatees are my favorite. Punch a manatee. Now, I love it. But that feels I love it. Manatees are my favorite animals. That's why, personally. That's why you punch them, because they're everybody's favorite. Why would this crazy Florida man punch a manatee? Punching a manatee. Think about that. People be like, what the hell? But I also don't want to be vilified by society, because that's one of those things that gets you shunned. That's what it takes, man. That's what it takes. By the way, Jake Paul, we shunned him, and all of a sudden we're like, Oh, wow. I don't condone. I, mean, I, I, I don't. I don't condone um, making contact with, especially assaulting manatees. I just you, want to put that. There was a tweet to me, not not me. You punch a manatee, I punch you. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, it would make headlines. I think that's local the, radio personality punches manatee. That's the front runner for me. Why am I personally. laughing? <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. Yeah, he, but please don't punch lucid, manatees. Off the lucid drugs, and he thinks the manatees <gasps> taking over the world. You know, it needs something in the, the story. Glock. You're just, putting the the, glo- the illegal Glock is going to be in your car no matter what. <laughs> All right, so and the, Glock, like, Whoa, the Glock is Was there, he going right? to kill the manatees? And now we hate him. No. Yes. No, I just I thought that big potato was coming at me in the water. No, I just like <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. Because there were drugs, and you're out of your mind. Um, thank you for thank you for the um for the uh, the option, uh, Joey. I'm not going to punch manatee. Okay. Uh, Tony is in West Palm. Tony's I Ken Levick alive. What's up, Tony? What's going on? What's going on? Dímelo. What's going on, Shorty? ¿Cómo tú estás? Bien y tú? Ya tú sabes. Tranquilito, tranquilito. Yo, I would say you should get into a battle rap. Oh, Word up. Get into a get into a battle rap, or you can get on that show below deck, like Jamal Hill, Jamal Hill did, All right. or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, Tony, you now we're like talking. That, now we're talking. Do a battle rap. All right. Tony, Do a battle he's got, rap he's against, got no against chance. Jeanette, against Jeanette. Against Jeanette. All right, good. It's in-house. It's in-house anyways. That's great. All right. All right. Getting on below deck. That would be helpful. Now that would be sick. You'd be able to rock your thigh season. Oh, I, yeah, hell yeah, bro. Good. Oh, all right. So that reminds me. By the way, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. It is the lunch hour. Hour two. We have a name. And uh, we have a new sound effect uh, that we have paid a lot of money for here on the lunch hour. Uh, and it is, it is uh, no longer the sound of a woman eating sloppy joes with her mouth open. Uh, That was what you just heard, the old one. Out with the old, in with the new. Because the new sound effect for the lunch hour is me sounding like I just housed a euro and my stomach is full and my pants are unbuttoned and I'm sweaty. 
Thank you exactly. to Stone. Thank you to Jeanette for unearthing this gem. It is the lunch hour <laughs> here on Ken Levick Alive. Okay. You, you could go to a little kid's playground and just breathe like that and get arrested real quick. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a really sure. good point. Uh, but leave point. the kids out of this. The kids did nothing. I was sick. I was ill. I had a cold. It was during a commercial break, and uh, Jeanette and Stone thought it would be funny to, uh, to record that. And so uh, that... They said it sounded like me finishing off a Euro. Mm-hmm. The aftermath of that. Good. Uh, so so Cameron Smith, he is an interesting looking dude. He is your champion of the Open Championship. And I was just curious. He's the first mulleted and mustachioed champion in Open Championship history. And I wanted to get a feel for the look from Jeanette. John Daly won it, Ken. Sorry. But he didn't have a... Oh, he was uh, rocking his mullet. Did he have a mullet yeah, at that he time? Did. But sorry. All right, fine. The first, he's the modern day <laughs> mulleted, mustachioed open championship and it, winner. We can do a John Daly comparison with this. Okay. Uh, so, Cameron Smith, I just wanted to get a feel because Stone, I know Stone's a bar stool guy. So he's like, oh, yeah, that dude looks sick. Stooly. Rocking that lettuce, looking great. But I wanted to get Jeanette's thoughts um, as a, an objective observer. Of Cameron Smith and how he rocks the mullet and rocks the mustache. What are your What are your thoughts on the appearance of your Open Championship winner? My first appear- My first impression is if a Hobbit from Lord of the Rings played golf, this is exactly what he would look like. Ooh, he looks like a. That Hobbit doesn't seem Lord like a ringing endorsement. No, it's not. It's not. Um, but the hair, he doesn't rock the hair at all. He can't pull it off. John Daly did it better than him. Oh, John Daly definitely had a mullet. And I feel like Cameron Smith is pushing it. He is forcing it as opposed to John Daly. It was just his look. With those American plants, with the mullet, you would expect it out of John Daly. Cameron Smith, he's pushing it. You feel like he's trying too hard? Way too hard. And you throw the stash on top of it? He probably copied the stash out of Top Gun Maverick. He looks more like a porn star than he does... With Top Gun with well, the mullet. may I interest you, though, despite the look, may I interest you in his Australian accent? Because he was asked about what he was going to do with the claret jug yesterday, and here was Cameron Smith's response. Tonight with the claret jug. <laughs> I'm definitely going to find out how many beers fit in this thing, that's for sure. So no. that's Cameron Smith, and by that, that is courtesy of, uh, of, of the BBC. Um... Australian accent. Isn't that a little bit attractive? It's definitely attractive, and I will go on record to say that he is the ugliest Australian I've seen. (laughs) So, I'm okay with the hair, but the mustache, I don't understand this trend. I was good with the thigh season. I've embraced thigh season when it comes to men being men and men trying to be themselves. Thigh season, I say, let the muscle bags fly, all right? I have fully subscribed to thigh season. Five and a half inch inseams, hell, even five inch inseams, let's ride. Yeah, whatever okay? you got. Whatever you got. Today, thigh, uh, Stone's going thigh season, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I give it a thumbs up, my full endorsement. You have given us positive reviews, Jeanette, on thigh season. Hashtag thigh season. But this trend of mustaches, I can't do it. And I don't know if it's because I... I'm self-conscious about my mustache. It grows in like three different colors. It's a little bit bizarre. But I also look really stupid with a mustache. And mustaches are coming back. They're an in thing now. They're right? already here. They're They've been here, here. Because of Top Gun Maverick. Is that what it is? A hundred percent. See, but Cam Smith's been rocking the mullet and stash years and years and years ago. And in his defense, the mustache 
looked like a pervert before the Top Gun movie. See, but this is now the thing. everybody's like, it's so hot. What delineates a perv mustache from like a, a presentable, accepted social status mustache? Your personality, how you walk, pop culture. If you're walking weird and talking weird, you're you know, and you have that stash, you're deemed a pervert. But if you walk with a little limp. You're winning, you're shooting 30 on the back nine, shooting a 64 to chase down Rory from four back on a Sunday. You can walk and talk with that mullet but I and think, stash. No, I think the full mullet and stash combo is what gives it a pervert vibe as opposed to one or the other. I can't believe we're hating on this. I think if, if you're willing to even rock that and that's what you're, you know, bathing every day in the shower, you're a different type of dude. You're a savage. I just feel like... You don't care. Yeah, I, I just don't like how it looks. I can't get into the mustache. Like, Dylan C., so the White Sox, should be an all-star. Yes, Best pitcher of the yes. American League. That dude's going hardcore mustache. <laughs> and I, to me, like a mustache, there's nothing, nothing like dominant looking about it. It's just kind of, I don't know. Dylan yeah. C. looks like a guy I would never want to see around kids. Like, here's the thing. Like, Oh, my Everybody gosh. thinks they, they look like Freddie Mercury when in reality they look like they should be sitting and leering on a park bench. I don't I don't get into the mustache. And Cameron Smith, to me, he looks like Joe Dirt. He's like the, the Ooh, golf yeah, version baby. of Joe Dirt. And I, I'm okay with the mullet, but the mustache, this trend of mustaches, I can't partake. I'm not into it. I, Thigh season, I'm in. It's Mustaches, also, no. I also think it's a good excuse for guys whose beards don't connect, who've, who've also been very self-conscious, just to actually have a mustache. So, are there uh, men where a mustache works, Jeanette? Or are you fully off-board? I'm currently talking to a guy who has a stash, so I can't say no. See, this is the thing. She sat here, and she's crapping on mustaches, Yet she's talking with a guy who has a mustache. Yeah, there's just no credibility there. No. I just can't believe it. <laughs> it's the guy. It's totally hypocritical. With, it's the guy I stayed on the phone with for three hours last night. Three hours on the phone. Yes. Why would you ever do something like that? He just called me and I picked up, and three hours went by. Why would you ever do something like that? I don't know. I I lost sleep because of it. Was it the best decision? I don't. I have yet to detail. Oh, God. I, I legit feel churning in my stomach over the idea of being on the phone for over five minutes with somebody, let alone three hours. What do you talk about for three hours? What do you talk about for 10 minutes on the phone? Well, it was our first time on the phone together. Oh we texted a couple times. You in junior high? Yeah, it kind of felt like it. No ah, lie, because you're going laying on? in bed, like, twirling your hair, talking to this guy who's pretty attractive. Over the phone. With a mustache, after you crapped on mustaches for a good 10 minutes. With a mustache, but she, he also has a Tesla, and he's like in some medical school program, so it's an investment. Wait, ladies who are point, listening okay? right now, ladies ladies who are listening right now, is a Tesla a turn-on? 888-760-3776. Oh, okay. 888-760-3776. Is a Tesla a turn-on? Don't twist my words. <laughs> I never said it was a turn-on. He turn has a on. Tesla. But that is a good thing. That is a positive thing to have when you're driving a Tesla. What What world am I living in okay. right now? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't get behind that one. I'm with you, Ken. Uh, what, what do you what, mean? What world am I living in? What do you mean, Stone? Don't you wish you had a Tesla? Absolutely not. I just don't want to get thrown into that Elon Musk category. I don't want to be that guy. Everyone who drives a Tesla, you're that guy. You get out of the car, and it's like, oh, look at this guy. And just, everyone hates you. I just like cars that don't blow up. 
I mean, All cars do. I don't have a problem with Teslas. I love, you know, their features. I think it's exactly. awesome. Exactly. I love that you're able to change your horn to anything you want to download, like a ringtone. <laughs> That's all cool. But, it's fantastic. but driving a Tesla, you just deem that guy. I don't be that guy. It's a nice thing to have for a guy to have a Tesla. It, but it's a reach. I think you want to be somebody. If you, you buy a Tesla, you think you kind of you're, you're somebody and you're stepping onto the scene. Haters little, gonna hate. Little, yeah. You're just hating. So That's exactly hard. what a person who so drives a Tesla says. Mm, haters gonna hate. <laughs> and Anyways, and everybody but, hates you. But but three hours on the phone. Now Stone, you're a phone guy though too. Big phone guy. You talk on the phone. You're a phone person, Jeanette. No, I'm not. Then what's with the three hours it on the phone? It just happened. I hate talking on the phone. I despite. I don't want to hear anybody's voice. I'm fine with text. You want to get a hold of me? Text me. Which you never <laughs> respond to in the first place. Because then I can be selective. Okay. Well, that's mean. Uh, but, I was gonna say because you don't. When we've sent text messages in the group thread, and you don't respond. So he didn't select. He didn't select them. We're not no, going in a group thread. <laughs> in a group thread, you guys are talking amongst yourselves, and if I need to jump in, then I'll jump in. But we're Papa tech, Ken doesn't but, need to respond to everything. Uh, I hear you, and I did appreciate you. You called me this morning, you know, first. I, you so actually I initiated the call, and I was like, I, I appreciate Stone. this what? a lot. I called Stone just to see how it felt. I called Stone oh, just to really? see how it felt to call somebody. Because <laughs> I have, I really genuinely don't talk on the phone. Not even to my wife. It's all text. I called Stone to get a feel for what it felt like. And after two minutes, I was like, I hate this. I need to really? get off the phone. Really? Because oh, yeah, I did yeah. what I did normally, right? Somebody calls me. I put you on speaker and I continue to do what I do. But I love that you're there. I feel warm. You know, what do you got to say, Ken? Let's talk a little bit. But that's crap that come to find out that you wanted to get off the phone I, call. I, I just, it wasn't comfortable for me. Nothing against you. <laughs> It, it just was wasn't comfortable genuine. for me. I hate talking on well, the phone. Yeah, you got to get outside your comfort zone. I appreciate it. Well, no, but I can do that. I can communicate with text. <laughs> well, for, I see you every day. For myself, it was a great way to get to know this guy. We talked about a lot. From Obviously. What we do. We shared memes. We shared pictures of each other. And he drives the Tesla and wears a mustache. And he likes <clears throat> to travel a lot. That's great. So three hours on the phone, you're sending each other pictures of one another. And we were reacting in person to the pictures. This we were sending memes and whatnot. Awful. This sounds absolutely awful. I hate it. This sounds like the worst <laughs> night I would have in my entire life is that. I can't have a conversation on the phone over three minutes. I don't know how to get off of the phone. I don't know how to end a conversation. That gives me major anxiety. Like, I want to get off the phone, but the person, like, this, this is why I don't make phone calls or I don't accept phone calls. Because the person wants to always keep talking, and I don't want to stay on the phone, and I don't know how to cut off the phone call. I, I don't want to be mean and be like, well, got to go. It's but, kind of how it happened. Well, like, you, you, it was 1 o'clock in the morning. We had to go to bed. You screwed yourself, Ken, because now every highlight that I see, your interesting, you know, sports thing that I'm watching, I'm gonna call you and be like, dude, you gotta turn on ABC. <laughs> no. Freddie Freeman just hit a big triple. No, like, turn it on, man. You can text me. You can text me. How? Nope. Too bad. And then he'll never respond. But what is your get off the phone move if the if the person there's a silence and the person doesn't make the move to get off the phone? Like, how well, how do you get off of the phone then? I deploy a line. I always use. What's the line? It's holler at me in a little bit or whatever we're talking about. Holler at me when you finish. Blah blah. Do blah. you have any intention of? hollering back or getting hollered at from said person you maybe 35 percent of the time i'm a big holler guy oh yeah man oh that's cool just cool holler at me when you get back home though okay we'll talk all right peace boom just, you know just like hey call me if you want you know i'm leaving it in your hands now it's not my fault if you didn't call me usually my cop out is uh, i have to wake up at four o'clock in the morning to well, go to the gym see but i know that's a cop out if you're saying that to me like, well i do I go know, to the gym at five i know you want to get up the phone if you use that i'm like oh god but if it's like hey call me to get home man that's i like, like the people in your i like the people who tell me hey i gotta go I like that, but I don't have the guts to say See, those something like that. Those are mean like people, that. though. But they're not mean people. It's straight into the point. Like I think it, it's 
I know you don't want to talk anymore, and I don't want to talk to you anymore, so I got to go. Later. Like, that's good, but I don't have the guts to do that. I'm too nice to do that, but, but I appreciate people that do. I hear you, but if you're talking to a sensitive person, then that's just going to come off the wrong way. They're but like, this oh, my God, Ken didn't want to talk to me. It's just easier to text as opposed to call because I don't want to deal with people's feelings. No, especially when you're trying to get to know somebody. Going Talking through text <laughs> is a pain in the butt. Because things could be red They're wrong. just lying. You could be sarcastic. You could, you know, what if I send him a picture and he was like, ew. Yeah, if he You text, know, he could edit that. This is text. why I don't date anymore. If somebody, well, you kind of <laughs> also married. If somebody texted me that saying they drive a Tesla, I that's even worse. But you can tell me that on the phone if I'm asking. But if you're like, oh, I drive a Tesla, by the way. So what are you is, telling me so that So this for? is how I found out he <laughs> drove a Tesla. He sent me a selfie. And, you know, Teslas have the roof. Oh, that's, that's totally a, a Tesla driver Tool move. move. <laughs> that that's is a totally something a Tesla move. driver would do. That is so, not surprising. So oh, man. A Tesla like, mascot in the background. Yeah. The logo in the background. A yeah. selfie. And you yeah. have, you know, a stack of cash. Back. Oh, I didn't know what that was yeah. doing back there. Wrong picture. Oh, yeah. Oh, here's a here's a selfie of me. Tesla logo. Mm-hmm. Like, of course he did that. <laughs> oh my what god! What a Tesla move. Me out because my response to that was like, "Oh, you're adorable. Nice Tesla." So yeah, I fell into. See, it. he knows it what worked. he's doing. It worked. <laughs> this is terrible, Jeanette. I am really, really sad for you. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a mustache involved. And which, a mustache. Which, I mean, I don't discriminate the mustache. I think the whole gist behind it is I don't care what you think. Like, I do me, and I'm here to do a certain thing. And that's obviously hoist trophies like Cam Smith did. So he doesn't care what we think. That's and, why he's rocking a stash well, and a mullet. Thing. He doesn't care what we, we think. He also talked about the mustache thing because I told him, like, oh, did you do that because of Top Gun? He goes, no, actually, I was labeled a pervert before the Top Gun movie. So he's kind of grateful Top Gun came out. Because now it's not as... Mm. So what you're saying, Top Gun changed everything in terms of how we view the mustache. 100%. Yeah, I mean, I can agree to that. Shout out Miles Teller, who I think is not that hot. I think he's beautiful. But his body's fantastic. You know what my thing is with mustaches? I think that I'm more acceptable. I I, I accept them more when they're like bushy mustaches. Yeah. I was trying to... The clean cut mustache. Mm Mm-hmm. I just think it's a little slimy. I hear that. Or you're, or you're at least trying. But if you got the bush, you just pull it off. I was trying to look up a, the TV show. I know he's a fire chief in one of the TV shows. He's an actor. I looked up Parenthood. I looked up all the ones. He's cool. on ABC or NBC. But it's the older fire chief. He's a household name actor, and he's, he rocks one of the best. Such a household name, you don't even know what the name yeah, of this person is. Yeah, I know exactly is. who he, he is. He's older. Stone. Sorry. He's, he's uh, you know, uh, uh, upwards of 50 years old. And I just, you know, I don't know what movies he's been in in the past. But I think he has the best mustache of all time. He is such a legend. I know nothing about that him. That legit added nothing to our conversation. Oh, I, I was like, hoping you the whole Google point. It? The whole I googled it for. I tried for five minutes, but the whole point was I figured you would know. Oh yeah, it's Steve MacArthur, and you were gonna roll into <laughs> Steve MacArthur. But, Steve MacArthur. But, was that it? That was, was that it? The no, 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 no. That's just a made up name that Stone came up with. Completely made up. But I. I brought that's a that. funny made up name though. I like that. That that was that effort. Sounds you like put a man in. of uh, Steve like, MacArthur, a man it, of prestige. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I'll find him. All right. Well, it's the All Star Game this weekend. When we come back, I do have some thoughts about who should be starting for the National League because there is someone who appears as if he's about to get screwed over in a major way. Wait, before we leave, do you think this three-hour conversation dude and I are going to last longer than Well, you're off to a good start, and you apparently love Teslas and mustaches. So I think this guy apparently checks all the boxes. Good luck. Is that a yes or no, Stone? It's a no for me. (laughs) It's a no for me. (laughs) Well, Stone's waiting. That's Dan and Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. 
From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. All right, I figured out, I think, what my actual issue with mustaches is. I think that they don't fit on younger people. So the trend of younger dudes with the mustaches, I'm out on it because I associate them with glorious older people mustaches. And how this occurred to me is that Adam called in during the break. We were trying to figure out who in God's name Stone was talking about police chief and was in movies and shows and he had a mustache. That could be anybody. But <laughs> but who Stone was thinking of was Tom freaking Selleck. Yes, sir. Of course. Tom Selleck has the greatest mustache in the history of Hollywood mustaches. Woo! All time. Tom Selleck's mustache bleeping rules. It's right up there in the pantheon of great mustaches with, may he rest in peace, Burt Reynolds. You know who else had a great mustache? Old man Wilford Brimley. Who's that? Diabetes. Yeah, I don't know either. The diabetes but guy. I love your point, though, on the young. But I also think that, you know, you're trying to pay homage. You're trying to bring back the times. You're trying to, you know. Then wait until you're 40. I hear you. Maybe 35. 35's okay. What is the uh, the age to become uh, eligible to become president? 35? Yep. So, yeah, 35. Fine. Mm. 35, you can support the mustache. Before that, go beard or go goatee or go no goatee. clean cut. Absolutely no goatee. Oh, so you, you're oh, anti-goatee. No. Very anti-goatee. <laughs> I'm a big goatee. You know, Stone Cold Steve Austin kind of threw that one on me, and I feel like that was where I That's the only goatee. guy in this world. <laughs> Stone Cold threw the goatee on you? That's yeah, the did. only he guy did. in this world who can pull it that off. Is Name me hilarious. another one. Oh, wait, so Jeanette is anti-goatee. Very what about anti-goatee. Shaq had a sick goatee when he was, uh, <laughs> Yo, when he was playing. Yo, he did, though. And Charles it was Barkley. ugly. Charles Barkley had a good mustache, by the way. Younger he, Charles Barkley. Philadelphia 76. Charles Barkley had a good mustache. Goatees are disgusting. Shave it off. And uh, speaking of young guys not being able to, and I think he's you know nearing the age of thirty-five, but I think Theo Dorsey would look great, teammate of ours, with a mustache on his face. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So yeah. I think he kind of trumps the trend, but I, I see him rocking one. Um, you know what? A great mustache too is Fred McGriff. By the way, what are the greatest mustaches? Hollywood Ooh. or sports? What are the greatest mustaches? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Because I appreciate a good mustache. I think my thing is they got to be on an on uh, an older person. Young dudes with mustaches. I'm just not into it. I'm looking. You hear that, young dudes? Ken Levick is not into your mustaches. Well, I'm I'm looking at pictures <laughs> of goatee, and there's not one person like Robert Downey Jr. can't rock it. Leo well, definitely. Oh, so can't you're rock totally it. out on on goatees. goatees. Remember my dad grew one once, and it was kind of badass. I actually thought it looked pretty good. Oh, yeah. Your dad and I got some beef, though. Don't forget. He threatened me with his mob boys if it's I go true. to Chicago and it's have a true. hot dog with mayonnaise. Who are the greatest mustaches? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I have a little bit of a problem. The All-Star Game is tomorrow night, and I rarely beat the drum for the Miami Marlins, but I know what is about to happen and it is a complete disservice to the Marlins and their fans. And this is not going to be me making fun of all, all three Marlins fans. That's lame. That's easy. That's stupid. I know Marlins fans are out there. And I feel the need to stand up for the guy who is the best pitcher in the National League, and that's Sandy Alcantara. And it's not even close. He should be the starter for the National League tomorrow night in the All-Star game. But we have decided that this All-Star game is going to honor, for whatever reason, 
the city of Los Angeles. They already have the game, and they need to get more. They need to get more. And for the first time, I'm truly hearing, oh, well, it's an exhibition game. you got to give the fans what they want. I haven't really heard that line before, but because a Marlin is involved, baseball doesn't really feel the need to do the thing it's done every All-Star game previous, and that is honor the best pitcher in the respective league with the honor of starting the All-Star game. Clayton Kershaw is going to get the start instead. That's not official, but there's no way that Brian Snitker is going to uh, back down to the pressure that's being put on him, including by Dodgers manager David Roberts saying that, hey, we're, you got to start Kershaw. You got to start Kershaw. You got to start Kershaw. It's in front of the home fans. Kershaw against Otani. This is awesome. This is great. You can't pass it up. It's what the fans want. Tim Kirchin, Jeanette. Tim Kirchin, the man, the man who covers baseball for ESPN. Listen to what he said last week on SportsCenter about the prospect of Kershaw over Alcantara. It's an exhibition game, so I'm all for the drama. So that means Kershaw should start, or Gonsolin should start. But the best pitcher in the National League has been Sandy Alcantara, and it's really not that close. He's thrown 130 innings, and as great as Gonsolin has been, he's thrown 88 innings. 130 to 88 is an enormous difference. He has clearly, for me, been the best pitcher in the National League and should start. But if you start Kershaw at Dodger Stadium against Otani, who's going to argue with that? Clayton Kershaw, 2.13 ERA. That's good. Also, hitters batting 204 against him. That's really good. Now let's go through Sandy Alcantara. Kershaw had 71.2 innings pitched in the first half of the season. Sandy Alcantara... 131 innings pitched, and he put up the following numbers. Just had a 25-inning scoreless streak snapped. He's first in innings pitched in the National League. He's tied for first in complete games. First in ERA, 1.76. Second in war, third in whip, third in average against. Hitters batting 190 against him. Fourth in strikeouts in the National League. There is no one close to Sandy Alcantara, and he's not going to start because of this campaign for Clayton Kershaw, who's going to get a Lifetime Achievement Award into starting the National League, starting for the National League, because they're playing at Dodger Stadium tomorrow night. It is a disservice to the Marlins. I'm sorry. You could give... I'm, there are many in baseball that, that could not give two craps about the Marlins, but this is what's right as Sandy Alcantara starting for the National League. It's a really tough spot. It's a disservice. Oh, it's just an exhibition game. How come I haven't heard that line before? when it comes to the All-Star game. And they were playing for home field advantage in the World Series for how no, for God knows how long. I didn't hear that line then, but now we're just going to cater to the L.A. fans, cater to the TV audience when Sandy Alcantara... If it wasn't a Marlin, I guarantee you this isn't a question. But because this is easy, ah, it's just Sandy Alcantara, it's just the Marlins, who cares? He's going to get screwed, and Marlins fans are going to get screwed, and it's wrong. You know what also you know doesn't help your argument? That he went seven innings perfect. Last week against the Angels, Clayton Kershaw. Okay. Last one to do it was Sandy Koufax, I think, for the Dodgers. Like, that, it just doesn't help. I hear your argument. He's doing a disservice. But we know where baseball's at right now. Like, we have to. They got to. Is ah. baseball screwing over the Marlins? Yeah. Is baseball screwing over the Marlins? Because you know they're not going to start Sandy Alcantara. Snicker's not going to, to start Sandy Alcantara. When baseball decides that Clayton Kershaw needs to start for the National League despite being the inferior pitcher to Sandy Alcantara, are the Marlins getting screwed? Are the Marlins getting screwed by Major League Baseball? 
888-760-3776. I legit hate this for the Marlins. Sorry, but I kind of agree with Dave Roberts. I, I do as well. I agree with Dave Roberts. I hear everything Ken said, but it I agree as well. is in L.A. Baseball needs the drama. It needs the attention. It needs the money. And what bigger draw than Kershaw versus Otani. versus Otani in L.A.? Nobody gives a crap about Alcantara in, uh, in <laughs> I, I had to do it that way, in L.A. I could have done it for you. Nobody okay. does. So, nobody gives a crap about the Marlins in general. Then should we the just, every world. All-Star game, should we just start finding the ace of the team that's hosting and, and pitch them then? It's called the All-Star game. It's, what has the All-Star game ever been about who has the best yeah, stats a, in any sport? It's a really tough spot, Ken, and I think if you took a poll on everybody who, but who makes the decision, baseball loves numbers. They baseball, know. Baseball lives by numbers. They also love money numbers. That's what it's about. And, and the All-Star I game, I think absolutely. everybody would vote that Alcantara has been better this year, or he is better as it stands right now. They better, because every tangible I, piece I, of evidence shows that he's yeah, better than Kershaw. I don't Kershaw. think anybody would disagree with that. This is just really tough circumstances. Here's Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts speaking to media yesterday. Quote, the game's for the fans, and it's just only fitting that Clayton would get that opportunity. I respect Brian Snitker, but I'd be crazy not to think that Clayton should be named the starter. Crazy? Crazy? I mean, I agree with that wholeheartedly. What if the game was in Miami? Then Alcantara is starting. I, I doubt it. I doubt no it. way, no way, Abs- no way. Yes. There's not a chance. I, no I way. I think he would start with 50 percent of that crowd being, you know, from Miami. Alcantara. That's, that's a no-brainer because there's no respect for the Marlins, there the isn't. franchise, the fan base. That's why it's not in Miami. <laughs> exactly. It's not in Miami. Miami. And that's why he's not starting. I feel bad for Marlins fans. There you go. Marlins fans who get no help. Marlins fans who have had a franchise that has largely turned its back on them, screwed them over, spit on their face, and then they get the ridicule for not showing up. They have a certified star in Sandy Alcantara who might not get this opportunity again, might not have this dominant a first half ever again. This is his time to be able to start. He has not only been the best pitcher in the National League, but it's not even close. He's everything that baseball fans want. He pitches into the seventh. He pitches into the eighth consistently. He strikes people out. He overpowers them. He puts up gaudy numbers. He makes hitters look foolish. But we're going to hold Clayton Kershaw to our Lifetime Achievement Award bosom because they're playing at Dodger Stadium. I hate that, and I hate this for Marlins fans. Are the Marlins getting screwed? Are Marlins fans getting screwed when Sandy Alcantara doesn't start for the NL tomorrow? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. And speaking of the Marlins, when they come back from the All-Star break, don't drive down to Marlins Park, Lone Depot Park, okay? Because... It is another disservice to Marlins fans because, my God, if you're trying to come from West Palm especially, it is brutal. It is gridlock. It is traffic jam at all times of the day. So take Brightline. That's right, the yellow train. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app, and get your seats on Brightline, the home runner train. You take it in West Palm, can get on it in Fort Lauderdale, brings you to Miami Central Station. They have the ride share right there at Miami Central Station brings you to Lone Depot Park. You see the Marlins. You see Sandy Alcantara. If if nobody else wants to pay attention to them, then you pay attention to them, Marlins fans. 
after the Marlins game ends. Then you get back on the ride chair, get over to Miami Central Station, get on the home runner train, and boom, it's right back home. It is stress-free. It is care-free. You go in comfort. The Wi-Fi, the snacks, the drink, it's Brightline. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. I love traveling through South Florida on Brightline. Today, my commute from North Broward to West Palm took me an hour 15 unacceptable. Even more reason to use Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. It is inevitable that Sandy Alcantara is not going to be the starter for the National League in the All-Star game. It's going to be Clayton Kershaw. Are the Marlins, are Marlins fans getting screwed? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. So, is Jeanette putting the $30 on Juan Soto tonight in the Home Run Derby? I mean, I really think, Jeanette, you should. With this song playing in the background, is a Dominican Put in the bet before she loses the urge. Put it in. Juan Soto, what are the Vegas odds? Plus 650. Bright line, fine line, plus 650. Juan Soto. Soon to be not Washington National. Soon to be L.A. Dodger. All right. I think it's good. How Third, much money am I going to win? Like I said, it's going to be over $400. Nice. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's better than the Pete Alonso. All right, good. Juan Soto. We'll do another $30 for the Calvin Ridley Memorial 25-leg parlay in the fall. <laughs> okay? For now, for now, it's Juan Soto tonight. And that way, tomorrow, we can either celebrate the money you won mm-hmm. or... We can blame Stone. Oh, nice. I always need excuses. <laughs> Either way, it's going to be a win-win, Jeanette. I love it. Even if you lose $30, it's going to be a win-win. I can just yell at two minutes for Stone. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, you know what else is a win-win? Going to Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT. It is where you will have the best car buying experience of your life. I know that it's tough to, to make big purchases right now. There's a lot of us tight on money. This is why Greenway Kia West Palm Beach is your best option, because there are bankrupts on site. There's a credit clinic on site at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. If you have bad credit, it is okay. They are working for you. They don't want your monthly car payment to be stressful. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, the selection, you know it's already epic there at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. There's something for everybody. So show up, look around. Test drive a couple of vehicles, see what's right for you. Whether it's your family, it's you, something for fun, something fuel efficient, and then work with the folks with the credit clinic on site at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. You're really going to appreciate it. It's just really good customer service. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach.com. That's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Stone, where are we going? Leo Riviera. Leo is in Riviera Beach. Hi, Leo. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I just think it's a travesty that Sandy Alcantara is not going to start the, it's the, Mar- the the All-Star game. Yeah, it's in L.A. Okay, big whoop. L.A., okay, overrated. But what I want to say is that it's like MLB, if they really wanted to do something, they would they they would showcase the best young pitcher in baseball. Yeah, we know Clayton Kershaw. And try to get – Yep. And we already know every yep. – the story is there on Clayton Kershaw. He's a great regular season pitcher. He stinks in the postseason. He's an underachiever in the postseason. So let's put Sandy Alcantara there. 
the Marlins are close to being 500. Yeah, they just got swept by the the Phillies this weekend. Only scored one run, six out, of, and the Phillies scored a 16. But Sandy Alcantara can come over there, and they can showcase this guy mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, listen, this is what you guys are missing in Miami. Hey, check out this N- this NL East divisional race." And Sandy Alcantara is trying to keep the Marlins, you know, in the race for the NL East kind of thing. And so I just think that I think that. When you look at what MLB wants to do, you should do the opposite, and that'll probably be better marketing. We had that conversation about Mike Trout and how he just doesn't come to mind at all, and that's a good example of it. And thank you, Leo. Sandy Alcantara on the biggest baseball stage of the year, that's how you showcase someone that maybe half of baseball doesn't know about because he's playing for the Marlins, and instead... We're just going to toss Clayton Kershaw out there. Yeah, did, cool. you, did you just all of a sudden forget how Twitter works? That's You guys are saying baseball needs to make the right decision. No. Baseball will get trolled if they jog Sandy Alcantara out there, and it's baseball going to baseball. Who the hell is this guy? These 100%. guys just got swept by the Phillies, and mm-hmm. um, Clayton Kershaw pitched seven perfect innings last week. What are we doing? Baseball going to baseball. Rob Manfred hates baseball. That's how Twitter's going to work if they jog that guy out there. Agreed. Well, I don't understand why Sandy Alcantara doesn't pitch the first, and then you can put Kershaw in. I don't hate either way, Kershaw's but I'm still just saying, face to Leo's point, Everybody can like, hyperventilate and, 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 and be titillated by that. That's fine. But have Alcantara pitch an inning. It's a fantastic word. Titillate. Titillate. Wow. Titillate. Titillate. Cool. T-I-T-I-L-A-T-E. Titillate. Congratulations. Write it down. <laughs> um, I want to go through, because you have been on anti-goatee pick, uh, kick. Very Jeanette, anti-goatee. And I'm shocked by this. I hate it. Uh, I just want to go through here the different facial hair because we talked a lot about mustaches. Um, On a scale of one to five, five being the most desirable, one being the best, shave it. Where do you put mustaches? What type? No, just go. Just go. Mustache. Uh, I'll give it a three. These are young guy mustaches. Okay, three. Three? Okay, three out of five. Uh, Beard. Ooh. That's it. That's the mecca. That's a five. Okay, so That's beards a five. are five. Okay, yeah. you like you like your men fully lumberjack. Fully connected. Fully connected. Fully connected beard. What about hangy beard or well shaved, uh, well kept beard? It has to be a four. Well, well, well kept. Okay. Four. The the nasty raggedy one. That's a two. Got it. What about so the goatee? Where does the goatee stand? Like a half. Point, point five. five. Uh, Fu Manchu. What is that? Uh, the Hulk Hogan. It's, it's the Hulk Hogan. Yeah, brother. Oh, that, that, it doesn't connect on that the chin. That gets a one. Still above the goatee. Whoa, whoa. All right, whatever. Like what I had in college, the chin pubes. Just the hair on the chin. That's a, that's a negative five. <laughs> what about a chin strap? Chin that's, strap beard. That's worse than the goatee. That's Point a negative three. ten. Okay. I will not look at you. Man. <laughs> I will look at you, judge, and then turn the other way immediately. What about mutton chops? What? Can I do my top five from the 1850s? Greatest mustaches oh, yeah, of all top time? five greatest mustaches according to 23-year-old Stone the Banowitz. All right, number one, Tom Selleck. Number two, the Mario Brothers. Number oh, that's great. Luigi had an underrated mm-hmm. mustache. Number three, Hulk Hogan. Number four, Walt Disney. Number five, Charlie Chaplin. Number six, Eddie Murphy. And number seven, Sam Elliott from Roadhouse. Oh, Sam Elliott's got a great mustache. I don't know. Who I thought that you is. said top five, and then you had seven of them. Yeah, and I had another one in there. Will Ferrell at number eight. Anchorman. Yeah, but he's not known for his I, yeah. mustache. No, that's a pretty staple mustache. I think so too. That's pretty good. That was Charlie Chaplin coming out of nowhere from 23-year-old Stone LeBanowitz. <laughs> I'm surprised you even know who that is. Yeah. There's no way he knew who that was until he Googled best no, mustaches. No, it's like a thing they teach you in school. Like, I was a radio... Oh, really? Your Charlie I, Chaplin class I in was Southern a, Illinois? I was a radio television major. Like, that's the stuff they put in front of our face. Here's who set the standard. Here, look what he did. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, who's this weirdo? Jeanette, go on Soto. We'll talk Woo! about it tomorrow. 30 on the Soats. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye.